Welcome to the SA for FAs Asset Allocator Podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors, including ETFs, asset allocation, and the economy. I'm your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today I offer a simple reconceptualization of risk that I think could help clients better tolerate market volatility. The stock market has been trending toward panic, with investors fleeing to the perceived safety of bonds. The yield on the 10-year bond is approaching its 10-year low. The factors currently spooking investors include the U.S.-China trade war, Hong Kong riots and the Chinese government's crackdown, Europe on the verge of a recession, pound sterling plummeting to near parity with the dollar in the expectation of a hard Brexit, a ballooning U.S. budget deficit, and more. This is a bad, bad list, so I can understand the fear, but I think investors are in the main making a mistake in selling stocks and buying bonds. It's not necessarily because I think they should do the opposite, although that could be a good idea. Rather, I think the key mistake is in how people understand risk. In investors' minds, risk is something that comes at you suddenly. It triggers an instinct to flee the perceived danger. I would argue that a more correct way to conceptualize risk is to see it as something that is always present. A good metaphor for this idea would be an earthquake. When the ground underneath you starts rocking, it can be very scary. When books start falling off shelves, it's unnerving. When glassware flies off and you've now got broken shards all over the floor, you become quite agitated. When you realize that your kids might be in danger at their school, you are in a full-fledged panic. If you see that trees have fallen, or worse, that a freeway has collapsed, you're outright traumatized. But do you know what the problem with this picture is? All of those risks were present before you felt the slightest tremor. As long as you were sitting on top of the San Andreas Fault, the same danger existed every millisecond. Really, you had reason to be grateful each day disaster did not happen, but like most people, you take day-to-day serenity for granted. And so it is with the stock market. The recent heightened volatility is like the frightening tremors of an earthquake, even though the underlying risks, the U.S.-China trade tension for one, were always present. But it's only amidst the current roller coaster ride that neighbors are asking their friends, did you feel it? Our problem is that we are unfeeling, unaware, unalert in the absence of a quake. How are advisors to relate to this conceptualization of risk? I would argue that we must recognize the reality that a stock portfolio has the same risk the day the S&P falls 100 points as it does on the day it rises 100 points. We take the risk of stock ownership in hopes of scoring these 100-point rises and the price we pay for those long-term gains is the certainty that we'll have some of the less cheerful market days along the way. Therefore, the mass flight from stocks into bonds is an indication of lots of botched portfolio plans. The reason is that stocks and bonds have different risk levels. Stocks are over 10 times as volatile as government bonds, so rapid shifts of this kind serve to undo an investor's risk budget. If we could train clients to reorient how they see risk, so they don't see today as especially risky, but understand that today's risk is the same as yesterday's and last year's risk, so long as we have made no portfolio changes, then clients would be free to take a very different approach to the episodic volatility we have seen of late. They could deploy cash to buy many of the bargains created by the recent mini-panic. In short, understand that risk is ever-present. We should be very grateful we didn't get into a car accident driving home from work. Your risk was no different than on a day when, God forbid, you did get into an accident. 
For this reason, I find it meaningful to express gratitude when things are going well. For investors, that occurs in two circumstances. The obvious one is when the client receives a periodic statement showing an increase in portfolio value. The less obvious one is when the client receives a periodic statement showing a decrease in portfolio value, especially if there was buying activity during that period. It's only a good thing when we're successfully advancing toward our goals. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast useful, consider leaving a review on Apple or Google Podcasts so that others might discover this series. Meanwhile, you can contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests, and make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts.